Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The headline today would have been how many strikes in Iran, how many things destroyed, how many people dead. We'd be listening to the sound of uh, bombs dropping and perhaps return anti-aircraft gun and maybe one of our planes gets shot down. You never know. But that didn't happen because 10 minutes before the strikes were going to occur with the planes in the air, the president decided he wasn't going to do it for a number of reasons that he's explained. And uh, so that's the big story of the day. Such are the turns of history. Yep, yep. And the attack dogs on both sides are doing what attack dogs do. Uh, it's, um, I think it's perfectly reasonable to hold off. You can never unthrow a punch. Um, you know, it could be Iran decides, okay, they're weak. You know, as has been said of Putin many times, he probes, and when he finds softness, he, he thrusts. Um, it's a sword metaphor, he pervs. Anyway, um... If Iran uh, believes they've found softness, I think they will be uh, rather disappointed at the result if they push it any farther. I think Trump goes nuts if they push it any farther. There's the well, that's, you know that's a terrible phrase to use. I think the United States and our president will administer a heavy, heavy blow to Iran if they make that mistake. In other words, Trump will go nuts. And uh, so it's just going to be us. No Britain, no France. No, I can see your underpants. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, well, you made the point quite eloquently earlier. 
It's always us. Europe always kind of shuffles around, looks at their feet, so, you know, like they don't, uh, you can do what you want, I don't know. Yeah. Well, in this particular case, they and, shot and down. Asia, for that matter. In this particular case, they shot down our plane, but the other day, when the uh, the oil tankers got, that, that affects the whole world, and affects the rest of the world more than us, because we're a net oil exporter now. Correct. But the rest of the world, they need this oil, and they need the prices to stay low, and is anybody doing anything about it? No. Hey, United States, you going to do anything about Somebody ought to do something. Iran blowing up those oil tankers? You're yeah. not? Oh, dang, I was hoping you would. We're not going to. Yeah, no kidding. Something. Yep. Big prominent headline in Politico, Grandpa Simpson runs for president with a picture of Joe Biden. Oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Mm, Not a great perception. We'll discuss that. I used to wear an onion on my belt, which was a style at the time. That's uh, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Right now, though, it's time, speaking of looking back, it's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cal, Clips of the Week. should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. <laughs> lots of data, lots of evidence. The, we have high confidence with respect to who conducted these attacks. Unprovoked attacks on commercial shipping warrant a retaliatory military strike against the Islamic Republic of Iran. They gave me questions. I answered them in writing. Not an obstruction. Look, George, you're being a little wise guy, okay? Which is, you know, typical for you. <laughs> Do something usually means get the government to do something. Doing nothing means let the market do the wondrous things that it can do. But if you've built a chaos factory, you can't dodge responsibility for the chaos. California, the state so primed for its own destruction, its seal actually features a man digging his own grave. I think that we have a addiction crisis that's being disguised as a housing crisis. Um, and the results you can see on the streets, it's absolutely not working, and it's a catastrophe. And we will address it again. I don't know why he's all been out of shape. You slow walk, you dither. Good day to you. And that is why tonight I stand before you to officially launch my campaign for a second term as President of the United States. Today, we salute you, person who accidentally went viral. What the f*** is happening? That's pretty good. I do enjoy Cal. I really look forward to that. I'd forgotten the OJ thing. He hasn't uh, made much noise on Twitter since he went on last weekend. Oh, that's right. I think. What's he say at the end? I got a little good and even to do. Well, people, I don't know if you've ever been on Twitter, Jack. People can answer your tweets and comment on them. <laughs> and uh, surprisingly, it's been rather sarcastic toward Orenthal James. Well, my favorite one was, you have any murders planned for 2019? That's uh, that's something. Oh, here's one. I um, got a little getting even to do. Somebody texted that that sounds like uh, the transition in a Family Guy episode as you go to another scene. <laughs> wow. Uh, alert listener Bubba sent us this OJ Twitter exchange. And I quote, O.J. Simpson says, taking an early look at fantasy football, and he talks about some players, including, uh, I'm debating on Baker Mayfield. What do you think? Am I missing something? Baker Mayfield, famously the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. And one of the Dems' personal heroes? Yes. One of the Democratic candidates named as his hero, for some reason. Odd. I don't know his backstory. Maybe it's amazing. Anyway, uh, this guy uh, replies to O.J. and all the players mentioned, Baker Mayfield... (laughs) God, this is so bad. (laughs) 
Baker Mayfield might be risky, but it wouldn't be the first time you took a stab at a brown. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Nicole it, Brown Simpson. That yeah. might have taken all the fun out of Twitter for him if he realized no matter what I do, including fantasy football, people are going to make these sorts of comments. Well, and I have <laughs> a real misunderstanding of Twitter if he thought that was going to play out any other way. Somebody, yeah, told him it'd be a good idea. Somebody also, and I've got an appointment with myself to check this out, OJ's uh, Twitter handle is at the real OJ32. Well, some guy just changed the J in OJ to lowercase which made it a unique Twitter handle, and he's been tweeting as OJ on that fake one, and again, rather uncharitably. <laughs> so I really need to check that out. Oh, um, I wonder, I'll bet you can find that and post a link at armstrongandgetty.com. Oh, and as people are driving going through the day, they might not be able to remember the specifics of that one, so we'll have a link for you. Again, armstrongandgetty.com. Does OJ have the blue check mark? I don't even know how you get Not that. Not yet, no. no. No, you know what? I was, I started down that road once, but one of the requirements they had... just got to be able to do 10 pull-ups. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, no, it was it just... I'm not going to bore you with the details, but it, it was just dumb, and it would have been really inconvenient for us at the time. But now things have changed, and I was going to go back and do it. They, they're they not giving blue checks for a while. I guess they had a big backlog, or people were gaming it, or they're doing, I don't know what they're doing. That just means you're verified to be the person you claim to be. Right. Exactly. You are, you know, that celebrity or radio show. I'm or not sure you. it would make And it much. makes you seem more important. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely does. And, and we don't have it. On the other hand, that kind of reinforces our regular guy image, doesn't it? Maybe? No? Well, okay. I, I think it's interesting that we've had roughly the same number of Twitter followers since we launched. And oh, come on, it's exploding. What are you talking about? And uh, well, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. I, I just think it shows there. There's a that certain we're pathetic. There's a certain chunk of people that are interested in Twitter, but a lot. Well, most we got like twenty five thousand followers now. Well, you know, which we, is kind of sad. We had twenty thousand within like the first week of signing up. Yeah, so. I don't remember it that way. <laughs> And and then that was, you know, and there's just not that many people that are interested in Twitter. Yeah. The people that are in it, into it a lot and on it all the time. I'm always kind of surprised and I'd admire them a little bit when there's somebody famous that I like who's a, a well-known public figure with OJ Simpson. Well, I'm thinking more of the people, the, the pundits of the world. But I go to their Twitter thing and they haven't tweeted since last day, you know, a year ago. I was going to say, that's one think, of our problems. We don't tweet that aggressively. Right. But there's there's a lot of people that are really well-known just decide, you know, this is not what I'm going to do. And then there are others. They Ian Bremmer, I was looking at his Twitter, he's tweeted 15 times today. Wow. He's, he's like Trump on Twitter. Yeah. Jonah Goldberg, 15 times. 12 of them pictures of dogs. Uh-huh. Dude posts more dog pictures than anyone. Anyway. I don't know. There are days I think we ought to get... I'm going to tweet 15 times today. going to be funny, acerbic, hardcore opinions, that sort of thing. And then I think, nah, I do that for four hours a day. That's enough. Who wants Who wants more of me? I got more uh, likes or replies, I guess. I got more replies on me buying the same shirt twice in two weeks than anything I've ever posted. Hides his own Easter eggs. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. Yeah. Is it that shirt? It's it a similar this shirt. This is one of the two shirts. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I bought the same shirt twice. Did you hold on it's to a the good extra? shirt? I've got both of them, yeah. Okay. So, so you're you... going to see a lot of this shirt. So you didn't return no. the, the redundant no, I have copy? I have them both. All right. Yeah, what's the point? Probably spill some ketchup on that thing eventually, and then you got a backup in the closet. That's just smart. It's Steve a... Jobsian. That, you know, that wasn't what the plan was. <laughs> I just thought, oh, that's a cool looking shirt. 
You bought the same shirt two weeks ago. There's something wrong with your brain. <laughs> Grandpa Simpson runs for president. The headline in Politico, that's not flattering. Yeah, we got to get to that. Oh, yeah, and a bunch more uh, big news to get to. Did we mention that young people are growing horns on their heads because oh. they're staring at the? This oh. is not a joke. Oh, that's rough. Stay tuned if you haven't heard that. Yeesh. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't care if Monday's blue, Tuesday's gray, and Wednesday too. Thursday, I don't care about you. It's Friday, I'm in love. So Nate Silver at uh, 538 website gets a fair amount of attention. He's a number cruncher and uh, does a lot of different stuff. Um, here's what he's writing today about... Uh, um, is electability a self-fulfilling prophecy? Talking about the candidates. I'll just read one paragraph that I thought was kind of interesting. He says, I'd describe myself as anti-anti-electability. Electability is a problematic concept in several respects, and it can serve as an invitation to promote white men over women and minorities, which I thought, where are we going here? Even though it's not clear that white men have any sort of electoral advantage. Okay, so he's working my side of the street in that I don't think it's really true. Right. That you that you uh, will get more votes because you're white or you're a man. Right. I think that's a made-up narrative. In fact, I think Barack Obama got more votes as a black guy than he'd have gotten if he was a white guy. And Hillary is a woman. Same with Hillary. So, yeah. yeah, so Nate's saying the same thing. Nonetheless, Democrats care a lot about who can beat President Trump. If hypothetically one candidate had a 70% chance of beating Trump and another one had a 40% chance, Both voters in the media would be right to give that lots of consideration. The problem is there's no way to estimate electability that precisely. And certainly not at this point. Right. And he goes through all the different examples of of things that just aren't true about about electability or haven't been true in the past and blah, blah, blah. There's, There's more stats to prove. This is exactly what I think I started the week with. There are more stats to prove that people are wrong at this, bad at this, then there are to prove they're good at it. Yet, people continue to do it, and people continue to pay attention to those people that are wrong more than they're right. It's weird. Idiots. It's just weird. It is. Yeah. So I'm going to start at the end of this article, just because I like the way it's, well, I I prefer structuring it that way. But uh, John H., uh, I'm sorry, John F. Harris wrote it in Politico. The headline is, Grandpa Simpson runs for president, uh, which is somewhat dismissive. He points no, out Grandpa Simpson drops all the mentions of Grandpa Simpson. Oh, I'm grabbing them right we, now. We got to we got to mention we got to drop some Grandpa Simpson in here. Come Up on, in here. come on. The shower. They're talking about the latest go round with the boy thing and the working with segregation. I have an announcement to make. Perfect. He's running for president. Uh, if you're not familiar with the tale, I don't know, Google it or something. But anyway, the shower of criticism. I'm fr- filled with piss and vinegar. At first, I was just filled with vinegar. Oh boy. <laughs> The shower of criticism from uh, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, Bill de Blasio. Why would you ever quote Bill de Blasio? Because he's the mayor of New York and all oh, the media people, it. that's their mayor. But they means not a- nothing for the rest of the country. They've not accused Biden of racism, but of cluelessness. 
And Biden's remarks did in some ways seem reminiscent of a holiday dinner in which some aging relative who would never think of themselves as racist gets to holding forth after a few glasses of sherry. You know, Aunt Beulah, I understand your point, but some of those terms you use are not really acceptable in contemporary usage. Uh, I like that. Um, And they mentioned in 07 when Biden, who just he shoots off his mouth. And I appreciate spontaneity and not being completely, you know, uh, focused grouped and guarded like a Hillary, for instance. But his whole uh, Barack Obama, you got the first mainstream African-American who's articulate and bright and clean and a nice-looking guy. I mean, that's storybook, Yeah, but, man. but is anybody actually trying to make the, the, the case that he's a racist? I don't think anybody believes that, do they? No, but that's specifically what we are just talking about. They're not accusing him of racism, but of cluelessness, of it, being Grandpa Simpson. I see this play out repeatedly where somebody does an action somebody says hey what you did was racist the defense of that is what do you mean i'm not racist nobody that that's not what i accused you of in the first place and then but then the conversation is just about am i or am i not racist and not about the individual thing that originally raised the issue right but on the other hand to say something you did was racist but you're not a racist ought to be settled by oh i didn't mean that i'm sorry and it's over because you're not a racist so all you are is unaware of the current nomenclature, which can be corrected in a breath. Um, but anyway. I have no idea why he decided to say, that segregationist didn't call me boy, he called me son. That's just you're, a, you're a white guy. What are you talking about? The metric system is the tool of the devil. My target's 40 rods to the hog's head, and that's the way I like it. <laughs> 40 rods to a hogshead? The concern is articula- as articulated by Democratic rivals in a wave of harsh commentary online is that Biden sees contemporary America through a distorting haze of nostalgia, that his values and assumptions were shaped by the last generation or even the one before that, that after many years in public life, he still lacks the self-awareness or self-discipline to wonder whether modern voters will find his vagrant ruminations about the past as interesting or relevant as he does. <laughs> that's the Democrats for you. And that's the uh, that's the that's Abe Democrats Simpson. For you. <laughs> that was perfect. That's the Abe Simpson reference. We it, got, you got to put that in the file with actual Biden clips for that being a Biden clip because yeah, that is so good. That's, that's good. Democrats for you. <laughs> now I found it very interesting that this piece uh, also mentions that in C- uh, a CNN poll uh, just about a month ago, I found that 77% of Democrats or Democratic-leaning independents... Oh, I did it myself. Uh, I ought to tell you what we're talking about. What percentage of Democrats or Democrat-leaning people think it's a top priority to have a nominee who's willing to work with Republicans to get things done? 77% said yes. That's wow. important. Wow, that's huge. So that's a real uh, so his, know, point what, in his favor. So what he was emphasizing was an important issue. Oh, and a great strategy. He just did it terribly, which yeah. has been my criticism of Biden. He's just sloppy. Yeah. All right. He's just sloppy. And then they mentioned that Robert Dole, uh, Bob Dole at the time, offered himself as a bridge to a time of tranquility, faith, and confidence in action. And Bill Clinton's re-election team couldn't believe the gift he'd handed them and spent the rest of the campaign saying Clinton wanted to build a bridge to the future, not the past. Bob Dole listens to Armstrong and Getty. Says who? Bob Dole says who? And Joe Biden fits in so well with being a Bob Dole or a John Kerry, just an old senator who it was their turn who aren't going to get elected. Right. I mean, he's, he, he so easily could be another one of those. 
What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, President Trump calls off an airstrike on Iran, so what's next? Apple recall going on. There's concern about overheating batteries. Armstrong and Getty. This relaxed and carefree since I was much commander at Pearl Harbor. More Joe Biden. Speaking of old, the Rolling Stones with the new, re- newly revitalized Mick Jagger right off the Start surgery table. Start them up. Uh, started their North North American tour last night. Soldier Field in Chicago. Doing two nights of that and they're traveling around the country. Mick is 75. Wow. Having been opened up for some heart surgery just to... Recently? Wow. If you happen to be the parent of a 20-something ballerina, lock them up when he comes to town. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) 75. I have not been in as good a shape as Mick Jagger since I was 18 years old. And Mm -hmm. then he probably still had me. I mean, now. And then the drummer guy's like 80, right? Uh, Charlie Charlie? Watts, yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's something. Anyway, news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, this just in. President Trump making another surprise move. It turns out he's going to be sitting down for an interview with... Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd. Who- Whoa, really? Uh-huh. Yes. NBC's wow. Chuck Todd for Meet the Press for the first time since taking office. God, I wonder how he chose that. I think Meet the Press is the worst of the Sunday morning talk shows in its current state. But whatever. I know. I tried to watch it the other day. It's just terrible. Well, he just did yeah. 30 hours with Stephanopoulos on right. ABC this week, and then you see you got Face the Nation and, and Meet the Press, and then at some point he ought to do Chris Wallace on Fox News Sunday. But okay. So maybe this Sunday? That'd yeah, be a I, heck of a conversation about how you decided not to strike Iran. They're saying he's going to do a one-on-one interview from the White House this Sunday. Okay. So, uh, you gotcha. know, we'll check that out. All right, we are also waiting to hear from the White House about the next steps in the conflict with Iran. This after President Trump confirmed he called off airstrikes against three sites in Iran only 10 minutes before the scheduled launches. Trump was tweeting today the U.S. was cocked and loaded after uh, Iran shot down that unmanned U.S. military drone, but he said he called off the strikes because he was told 150 people in Iran would die, and that wasn't proportional to losing the drone. I wonder what the reaction was of the military people when he called it off 10 minutes to go. Did they just... I mean, I'm Probably sure, depends who you ask. I'm sure out loud to his face, or just, yes, sir. But uh, did they think, what the hell? Yeah, I'm sure there were some people who thought that, yeah. Yeah. It's probably worth noting we have been in open conflict with Iran since, what, 1977? Sure. So, you know, the latest chapter. All day long, Trump had been holding meetings with congressional leaders, getting different opinions on what action to take against Iran after his session with uh, the president. Why would you talk to congressional leaders about that? Uh, well, his... you're pretending you're considering uh, Congress and, and their thoughts on warfare. Mm-hmm. After his session with the president, Senator Lindsey Graham came out spitting bullets. So here's what Iran needs to get ready for. Severe pain inside their country, that their capabilities pale in comparison to ours. We're not going to let them disrupt navigation of the seas, attack our allies and U.S. interests without paying a price. So if they're itching for a fight, they're going to get one. Here's a kind of inside politics question for you. Do you think he discussed with his friend Donald Trump the fact that, listen, I'm going to come out and go super hawk. And Trump said, go ahead. That would actually be useful. 
Or, you know, was there no discussion of it at all, and, and Lindsay's just being Lindsay? I wonder. Because it's certainly useful to have some people Absolutely. on your side saying, I think we ought to obliterate them. Trump had warned several times during the day that Iran had made a very big mistake when they shot down the drone. But then during a meeting at the White House yesterday, he very publicly signaled there might be some wiggle room. I don't know. I I find it hard to believe it was intentional, if you want to know the truth. I think that it could have been somebody who was uh, loose and stupid. And now we're hearing from Iranian officials that say... Like Stormy Daniels? That That say President Trump sent a message that an attack was imminent. The message was sent through intermediaries in Oman. An Iranian official telling Reuters Trump's message was that he was against war and wanted to talk, but that the supreme leader, Khomeini, refused the offer. So perhaps uh, there's a lot of back-channel work going on throughout the day yesterday. Almost certainly, yeah. Never wanted to back down from a fight. Republican Roy Moore is facing a wall of GOP opposition as he launches another U.S. Senate bid. He's something, that Roy Moore. Even President Donald Trump is against his effort to test whether he can overcome the sexual misconduct allegations that helped derail his last run. I'm against it because I have to hear about it, and he makes conservatives look like morons. Yep. Arizona Senator Martha McSally tells Politico, Give me a break. This place has enough creepy old men. <laughs> End of quote. And Apple's issuing a voluntary recall of a number of 15-inch... Oh, that reminds uh, me. A uh, guy my daughter estimated to be 60. I'm not sure how good she is at age guesstimations, but she's 19. Some 60-year-old guy hits on her on the Metro in D.C. yesterday. Luckily, her, she had several male friends about who told them to skedaddle. But like, hit, hit on her and what uh, Hit on fashion? her, like, hey, we ought to go out sometime. How old are you? He asks, how old are you? Oof. And, and she texts me. She goes, you know, if you have to ask how old somebody is, you probably shouldn't be hitting on them. Yeah. <laughs> Apple is issuing a voluntary recall of a number of 15-inch MacBook Pro laptops due to an overheating battery. The company said the computers being recalled were sold between September of 2015 and February of 2017. And Amazon and Blue Origin founder Jeff Bezos is giving more insight into his space company's lunar plans. He was speaking at the JFK Space Summit in Boston. Bezos says he's building a spacecraft that will eventually be powered with fuel that can be harvested from the moon. Very, very cold at the bottom of those craters. Volatiles like water can stay in a frozen form. And we can harvest that ice and use it to make hydrogen and oxygen, which are rocket propellants. So again, uh, Facebook has its own money. Amazon has its own space program. Yes. Walmart might develop an army. (laughs) Uh, These are odd times. Isn't there one of your great dystopian novels where corporations are the government powers? Probably. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I recall the uh, premise, but I can't remember the name of it either. Yeah, these are odd times. Blue Moon, the ship, is large enough to carry several people as well as cargo to and from the lunar surface. Bezos says he plans to get astronauts to the moon by 2024. Oh, that's... Michael, wow! Find yeah. Blue Moon. Who yeah. did that? The coasters? Bezos is going to have people on the moon in four years. Yeah. That's something. Yep. Yeah, well, he told me he'd have a package to me Tuesday, and it's still not there. <laughs> That's your right, news. So we'll see. I'm Marshall. You put the people on the moon, and then porch pirates take them. <laughs> kidnap them. I'm Marshall Phillips of the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Uh, play it for me, Michael. 
play it. Let me hear it. I love the old songs. Really a better time, simpler time. All right, turn it off. Turn it off! I can't take another minute of it. That's our Michael Savage impersonation. That's and that's 100% accurate daily, which is one of the reasons he's so entertaining. Did you see he turned on Trump the other day? Uh, no, I did no not. No longer see that. supportive of Donald Trump. Really? Yeah. What was the and, uh, the issue at stake? Uh, that he hasn't followed through strong enough on immigration and some of the promises. I guess oh. that's Michael Savage's thing. Michael Savage, who was greeted at Mar-a-Lago shortly after the election, and Donald Trump said to Michael Savage, "Without you, I wouldn't be president." Wow. Wow. Has, has uh, softened on the president. Trump somewhat. told me the same thing, though. I mean, he, that's just kind of his greeting now. <laughs> I see. But Savage does that a lot. He'll play a song like it. Ah, oh, it takes me back to Brooklyn as a kid. It's just it's a simpler time, and love was love. Turn it off now. Turn, turn it. Turn it off. Turn it off. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> uh, oh, it's charming uh, and utterly uh, unique. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Nobody else is doing that. <laughs> no, no doubt about it. Hey, which sugars are the worst for you? They ranked the sugars? Does as, it matter? It, it really does it matter. matter. What's it worse? What are oh, they? Some are worse man. than others. Oh, man. Oh. And I'm heading into the weekend with weekend eating staring me right in the face. So yeah. stay tuned, among other things, on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. All sugars are not the same. All sugar is bad, but they're not all as bad. So I'll hit you with that uh, information from, the, I think it's the University of Texas, which has done a... Hook em horns. Big thing on that, so stay tuned. Mm. So they might uh, re-prosecute Jesse Smollett. The judge has appointed a special prosecutor. That's interesting. Old Jesse. Then I'm in the... Uh, in, in the lunchroom, and some talking head was trying to make a big deal of the fact that, um, what's his name, Nadler, Gerald Nadler, who they used to call Gerald Wadler because he was enormous. Um, Hope Hicks was getting grilled in front of Congress. I guess it was a closed-door thing, but um, and he kept calling her Ms. Lewandowski, which is difficult to explain, mixing she, her up with Corey Lewandowski. Did she correct him? Did what, she, Sean? Didn't she date him? You don't take somebody's name when you date them. No, usually, but was that some sort of? Like, I mean, I've, I've made dig. I've made girlfriends in the past take my name when I dated them. <laughs> no, let, listen, Nadler's and they broke a, up with me for some reason. A, <laughs> I don't find that at all creepy. <laughs> Nadler is a dishonest old hack and and rotten to his core. But was he the guy with the the pants up to his armpits? We were yes. looking at earlier. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. He used to be ginormous, but then he had the stomach uh, staple or tuck or band or something and. So anyway, now he walks around with his pants up to his nipples, but I don't. I don't think he. This so this talking head is trying to make a big deal, like it was a show of disrespect, or he didn't even just, care enough to learn her name. I, he was over to it. That's what cable news talking heads do. But, just confused, old and confused. But I do think it'd, be, it'd been really funny if every time he did that, she said, "I don't know, President Obama, I don't remember." <laughs> All right. I don't know, Steve Jobs. What do you think? That'd be. Oh, I wish. I wish. Now that we've been on two dates, I think you should take my last name. (laughs) (laughs) What now? (laughs) 
Wow. Uh, I'm leaving. Uh, point of clarity, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's why that joke's a little dark. Oh, oh boy. boy. Oh, golly. So, oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> I think we're all catching on to the fact that sugar is a big problem. America is considered the sickest developed country. I don't know who made that determination, but it wouldn't surprise me. We were actually talking off air a little bit earlier about that with our obesity epidemic in America. Yeah, 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 it's troubling. It's got to be striking if, you know, foreigners come to this land and look around. We also consume the most sugar by quite a lot, averaging 140 pounds of sugar per year per person. Which How much? Is a lot more than uh, other people. How much? 140 Ooh, that's a lot of what? sugar. Doesn't that mean I got to, I mean, quick math, don't I have to take in like a third a pound of sugar a day? Well, maybe I do with all the different stuff that I eat. Uh, all sugar is not the same. It's all bad. It points out the less sugar period that you take in, the better. But, um, and, uh, and the, since people have caught on to sugar, a lot of the food industry hides sugar more than they used to. And so they say, look out for anything that's got an ose at the end of it. Dextrose, fructose, lactose, sucrose. I think we all know that. Maltose. Any of the things with an ose in it, that's sugar. They're not calling it sugar because they know you're anti-sugar. But anyway. Right. So what I thought this, this is what I thought was the most interesting of the whole list by far. What is the worst sugar on the list? The one that is the least healthy item of all the different kinds of sugar. Artificial sugar is the least healthy. For a whole bunch of different reasons. Like artificial sweeteners, or, or is that a different thing? I don't know what They're that is. They're commonly sold in uh, blue, yellow, and pink packets. Aspartame, sucralose, and saccharin packets. Mm. And people take them thinking they're healthier, and they're not. They're worse for you. There's been all kinds of studies that actually make you more obese. I do then, believe that. Then you got the whole uh, taking in lots of sugar because you think it's okay and training your body to need that sweet thing, and so you end up taking in more just in general that way. Right. It's just, just your bad all the way around. What so about stevia? Do they mention stevia? That's the new one that's hot? I don't know. Huh. I'll tell you what's the hot. They he- do mention it, yeah. It's I'll a, tell you it's what's the hot, healthiest sugar here in just a second. Uh, but second on the list of sugars you shouldn't eat, then when you get to actual sugar, white sugar in all forms is uh, the next worst sugar. Um, it goes through the... More racism. And, you know, all the chemical compounds and all that different sort of stuff, but you're supposed to stay at that. Uh, digested rapidly. Rapidly, that's one of the reasons that one donut just leaves you wanting two or three because it's so rapidly just goes away and... Moment on the lips, Jack. Lifetime on the hips. That's what they say. Followed by liquid sugar, which is just white refined sugar in liquid form and is found, uh, commonly found in sodas, juices, and mixed alcoholic drinks. You can uh, take this in. You can take in liquid sugar, and it doesn't lower your hunger hormone the way other sugar would. So you're still mm. hungry. You'll get more of, at least I feel full, from a candy bar than you will from a soda. So you're better off if you're going to take in the same amount of sugar eating right. the candy bar than taking it in soda form. Right. Yeah. Although they suggest neither. So far, no real big revelations. I think the, the, the artificial sugar being the number one worst is yeah. interesting. Yeah, for folks who haven't heard that, yeah, it's it's awful. Um, I've sworn off of it. I've tried to get my wife off of it. but Brown sugar. She did take my last name. Brown sugar is slightly better than white sugar. Uh, but still bad for you. One small benefit of brown sugar, white sugar, it contains more water, would take up more space. You take in probably less of it, etc. Raw uh, sugar is next. understand that uh, the Rolling Stones uh, wrote brown sugar about their love of that topping on oatmeal. That's what the song is actually about. Raw sugar is next. Along with white refined sugar, most hip coffee shops now offer raw sugar as a healthier alternative. Raw sugar is is slightly better, though. 
than uh, the other sugars. So they're not completely lying to you, but it's only slightly better. Okay, yeah. The only notice, the only difference really is the the raw sugar hasn't been bleached, which leaves some of the uh, molasses stuff still mm. in there for you, which they get to later as, as a healthy sweet. And then finally, what they're saying, the a substantially healthier option if you're going to take in sugar is your cane sugar. Sugar cane juice, blah, 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 explains it all. I don't get into all that because it will bore you. And it'll take too long. But cane sugar, if you're going to go with any kind of sugar, that's that's the one you want to go with. Cane sugar, how come you test so good? So, I hope that mm. helps you out at all. Man, <laughs> the alder, artificial sweeteners, that's what I got. I got to work on making sure my kids stay away from that. And then it goes on to some of the other non-sugar. It got maple syrup, molasses, uh, honey, and then it mentions the stevia that you mentioned, uh, Joe. The, the healthiest sweetener on the list, stevia. Okay. There you That's go. worth knowing. Look at you. Are you kidding me? I don't even know what that is. So this what, is good news. Where would I find the stevia? In stuff. It's uh, it's just the newest artificial yeah. sweetener that I've heard is much better for you than the old stuff. I never put any of that stuff on anything anyway, but do you uh, come in a little packet like yeah. at the restaurant? Well, similar to the other artificial sweeteners that are the least healthy, this one is a similar packet. It's the most healthy. So, Like the protein shakes I really like have stevia mm-hmm. in it as a sweetener. Awesome. Oh, boy. It's time. It's time for final thoughts. Final thoughts. The final thoughts. It's time. It's time for final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. There you go. Here's your host, Joe Getty. (laughs) Oof. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the squad. There he is, our esteemed newsman. Marshall Phillips, final thought? Boy, I'm excited. I'm laying in some steaks and some wine because this weekend I am entertaining world-famous ukulele player Jim DeVille is going to be spending the weekend at my house. We are going to rock the joint. It's a ukulele party at Marshall's house. Give Jim our best wishes. Michelangelo, your final thought? Yep, giving up sugar except for ice cream and Hershey Kisses. Everything else will be natural food and affordable water products. Ice cream and Hershey kisses. Affordable. <laughs> what? Positive Sean, final thought. Yes, something to look forward to for Monday's show. I have discovered the single most ridiculous piece of evidence that the Internet of Things has gone too far. No, oh, I can't wait. Oh, boy. Okay, the Monday show. Great. Jack, final thought you'd like to share? Two quick things. Uh, the scale today showed me that it took me an entire week of very disciplined w- w- eating to get back to where I was before the cheeseburger explosion last Sunday. Oh, so I boy. hope I've learned a lesson about that. Wow. And secondly, my son's robot camp ends today, so I get to go see the final product. Yes. I have a robot he built and what it does. All right. Do the eyes shoot lasers, yes or it's no? It's pretty much all you need to know. Right, yeah. yeah. Can I start a fire with it? That's all I want to know. Uh, my final thought is um, my band needs a website. Somebody want to handle that for us? Email me. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Recruiting free website developers. I didn't say free. Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't have to. Hmm? Should be understood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very cheap. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. There are some things I'm so good at, and some things you seriously ought to get an ape to try before you have me try. It's so humbling. I've tried. I've really tried. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All the links we talked about, all the videos, the articles, they're there for you. We'll see you on Monday. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Matt Planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come.
to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.